TNT. Yeah. QT ski. TNT. TNT. You looking for sports? Then I got the stats. He on the hot seat. And I got the facts. Who up next to back? Who making the catch? Who just got the sack? I got all of that. TNT. Man, I got the cover. All my stuff with bread. I top him with butter. Boy, undercutters coaching in the base. Log on now. You don't want to wait. Doing interviews. Players and their crew. Coverage for you. Better than the news. And it worked too. Cause I'm all in it. First name Terrence. Last name Bennett. And it's not a gimmick. It's just me being you me. That's that TNT. It's just me being you me. That's that TNT. Yeah. TNT, yeah, TNT, TNT, yeah. You are now tuned into TNT Sports Podcast with Terrence Bennett. Sports all day, every day. Bring it in now. Let's get it. Get it. TNT Sports, keep doing your thing. Cam Jordan. Wow, what's up, y'all? It's your boy D1, man. I'm, I'm really coming out here to co-sign my man. You heard me? Uh, TNT Sports with the podcast. You heard me? Support that man. This is Landon Turner with the New Orleans Saints. Just want to give a quick shout out to TNT Sports, man. Keep doing your thing. Hey, what's up, everybody? Jamel McMillan here, assistant coach for the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, just sending a special shout out to my man Terrence of TNT Sports. Uh, Terrence, if you're any type of fan in the New Orleans area, Saints, Pelicans, whomever, make sure you check out the podcast. Make sure you log on to the Instagram page and check out all the content that Terrence has got there. A lot of great stuff for the community. Terrence, we appreciate you. We appreciate you inspiring the fans. We appreciate you keeping the community together. And we're looking forward to hopefully having a great offseason and uh, rolling this thing into next season. So, uh, if again, tune in to the podcast. Make sure you leave some comments. Make sure you give some feedback. And uh, we look forward to seeing you next season. All right? Go Pels. Hey, this is Jabari Greer, former Saint and world champion. I want to invite you to listen to T-ENT Podcast with my my guy Terrence. This is a podcast that's taken the world by storm. That's T-ENT, the podcast. You can download it on the Apple Store. Go check it out and support it. You won't be disappointed. All right, thank you. What's up, what's up? This is pro basketball athlete C.J. Rivers. Just want to give a quick shout-out to my boy Terrence Bennett for allowing me to tell a little bit of my story and having me on this podcast. I salute you, man. I appreciate you. Good morning. This is TNT Sports Podcast, episode number 67. As you all know, preseason is coming to an end. It is almost that time again for Who That Nation football, New Orleans Saints football, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm going to start the show off this morning by reading an article from Rod Walker, who is a staff writer for NOLA.com, titled Saints Final Preseason Test, a time for these seven Saints to make lasting impressions. So let's get into it. Now, it's the final audition when the New Orleans Saints host the Miami Dolphins Thursday night. And this is one of the last chances to make an impression on Sean Payton, who is the head coach for the New Orleans Saints, and his staff to show you uh, that you deserve a spot on the 53-man roster on the Saints roster. So, uh, as you know, they're doing the trial, so it's 53-man roster. They got like probably 60 or 70 guys out there trying out, and they have to narrow it down to the practice squad, 
and the actual 53 man roster so there's a body of work but you're re you evaluating all of it so it's like a test like a trial um, and so you would say it's the last test so it matters in the uh, grade uh, that's what Peyton said many of the players whose roster spots are obvious like Drew Brees spot in the NFL Hall of Fame won't have to touch the field at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome but for many there for many there chance is to be for their chance to be black and gold uniform the Saints open up the regular season against the Houston Texas on September 9th could depend on just how well they perform that Thursday night which is tomorrow night so they gotta go out there and really ball out of control to earn that 53 man spot if not they'll be off the team or either on the practice squad uh, looking for a job or waiting for to get injured or waiting until they need it so I'm gonna talk about seven guys that he covered uh, the first guy that he covered was Davine Azibo, I think I said his name right. Uh, Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray will be two of the running backs. Dwayne Washington, especially with his play on special teams, appears to be the third guy. But Azibo, I think I said it right. Hope I'm saying it right. The undrafted rookie out of Nebraska has shown flashes that he could be the guy. I still say it's Washington's spot because he has been productive every time he's given an opportunity. Washington left Saturday's game with a concussion, meaning Azibo. Should got should have got plenty more touches that night or tomorrow night as well. Could be a big night for him to be enough um, to leapfrog Washington. Maybe quote unquote. Dan Arnold was the next guy that he covers. Uh, Arnold for now looks to be the third tight end behind Jerry Cook, who we got from Oakland, and Josh Hill. He helped his case last week against the Jets when he caught five passes for 83 yards, but he also had some drops drops in preseason one that led into an interception that could hurt his chances he's caught a bit of a break with rookie Alize Mack being injured and Gary Griffin getting hurt in last week's game if Arnold could put together another game like the one he had last week it could help him get some good news on Saturday when the roster cuts are made Saints tight end Dan Arnold miles ahead of last year with footwork weight AJ Derby, Derby, who's a Saints signed two weeks ago, got a late start in the tight end race. Don't count him out though um, of the running for the third spot. He needs to be outshine Arnold against the Dolphins to give Peyton and his assistant something to think about. Now speaking of, again, Alize Mack, he missing so much time with an undisclosed injury is probably too much for the rookie right, the rookie tight end to overcome. Fortunately for the seventh round draft pick out of Notre Dame, the gap between him. And the other two uh, is something yep, it's a long shot uh, because of all the missed practices. But if there is any position on the roster of the grabs, it's the third tight end slot. Now, Austin Carr has probably done enough to nab one of the receiver spots. One final solid outing would seal the deal. Now, Emmanuel Butler also is in the seven guys. What he's done in practice should be enough to make the 53-man roster. But a solid game after coach after catching four passes for 27 yards last week will likely solidify his spot. Next up, Keith Kirkwood. Kirkwood, like Mac, has missed a lot of time um, and chances. Um, his chances are he'll be out again Thursday night after leaving the Jets game with an undisclosed injury. Kirk, Kirkwood will have the hopes that his work last season and undrafted rookie 13 receptions for 209 yards on an average of 16.1 yards per reception is enough to help him stick. Now, if two receivers mentioned above struggle a bit, it might help his chances in his calls, especially as if he misses his final audition. It's an important one. 
Now, we all know Drew Brees is the GOAT. In my book, everybody knew him, but a lot of people say Drew ain't the GOAT. They say Tom Brady the GOAT, but back to the article. Uh, he, he the GOAT in New Orleans, I'm going to give it that, but they even see him running for mayor one day. But pro football talk, Michael David Smith states that Mr. Do Everything from QB, wide receiver, kick returner, etc. Taysom Hill says he copies everything Drew Brees does on and off the field. Now, going into this, Drew Brees is the GOAT, and I'm going to keep saying he the GOAT. You can say what you want to say, you say how you feel or whatever, but Drew the GOAT. And not just Taysom Hill, everybody on that team look up to Drew Brees and do what he does, man. For him to be that old and still working out, um, have a workout regimen the way he does and get after as he does and has the heart of a, a lion the way he does, man. It's, it's pretty inspired, not just on the field, it's for off the field as well and in the city. Um, continuing the article now, Taysom Hill is already grown up. He's 29 years old, but the Saints backup quarterback, who also moonlights as a runner, receiver, and a special teams player, wants to start in quarterback, want to be starting quarterback someday. Um, and toward that end, he's following every single thing that the 40-year-old Drew Brees done on and off the field. Um, Taysom, quote, I do what Drew does, Hill said via NOLA.com. You can ask anybody here. I follow him around. I adopted his schedule. I adopted his schedule. Now Hill knows he's the old. He's on the old side of becoming starting uh, quarterback. Most players, if they haven't become a starter by the time they're 29, they aren't going to be a starter. But seeing Breeze keep doing it a decade older than Hill has been inspiring. Now, two, how the studies for the game, how he prepares for a game, both mentally and physically. Obviously, there is something there. Hill said. Now he's been doing this for a long time and he's got a lot of experience. Now I do I then I do. And I try to do everything and take advantage of all his experience and adopt that into my routine. Now Taysom Hill also has become a valuable player on the same even though he's a backup, whether he's even a starter or not, remains to be seen, but it won't be for a lack of good role. Now let me take a break for a second with Taysom. Now Taysom is he came from Green Bay and he um he came in Green Bay, he really wasn't, he stayed injured on Green Bay, but he came to New Orleans and just came out of nowhere out the woodworks and just started balling out of control in every position we named. And he was a major, major, major player for us the last two seasons um, and definitely will be a major uh, contributor this year as well. So um, I think he'll value part of the Saints quarterback. He's a great passer, but we need him to do everything. So his main focus ain't going to be obviously the quarterback. We got Teddy Bridgewater that came from New York, but previously played with the star with the um, Minnesota Vikings. So, I mean, he he's played good football during the preseason, so he's going to be our second-string quarterback and taste him to be third, but obviously he do everything. So going back to the article, uh, also, you know, uh, that's not just Taysom Hill that every player on the team, they all look up Drew that much. So everybody on the team look up Drew, like I said earlier. Uh, that tells you how much important Drew, how important Drew Brees is to everybody in that locker room and in the organization. These guys will fight for Drew. Everybody promised Drew that they will get him another Super Bowl before he win. In which you know the Super Bowl will be in Miami this year. So um, that's kind of a good thing for us because last time I won Super Bowl was in Miami. So can history repeat itself? Maybe. But you know, uh, we got beat the last two years. I ain't afraid to say it. You know, Nola no call and. The Minnesota Miracle. We'll take it back there. But third time for Charm. This idea we're going to Miami. We won the Super Bowl. Drew will retire. People always ask, what, what you think, uh, Terry? What you think? You think Drew will retire after this year? I, uh, 
I believe if he won a Super Bowl, yeah, I believe that's his whole goal is win one more Super Bowl before he call it quits. So only time would tell, man, it depends on how this season go. Uh, but they definitely will fight for Drew to win a ring before he retired. That's just for sure. That's just, just facts. There's so many players that said that, you know, Cam Jordan shot my guy Cam Jordan and all the other guys, Ryan Armstead, and everybody on that team want to win Drew a ring because I got that much respect for him. Keep in mind, Drew is 40 years old, but he still play the game like a young guy. Honestly, he has the mentality of a young guy, the physicality of a young guy, as well like Tom Brady, for example. He just signed a two-year extension. He's only 42 years old. So, I mean, AJ number numbers. AJ number the numbers, how you take care of your body, and Drew does that, CrossFit, etc. But I want to listen to a clip right quick because uh, I want to show y'all how loyal New Orleans fans are. New Orleans Saints fans are, man. You can't tell us nothing. So let's kick into this clip right quick, man. This TNT Sports Podcast, episode number 67. Good morning. like to see the, the the legendary future hall of fame quarterback drooby do baby i know he's gonna make it do what it do i let you know right now the last time we had that old silly little call about the uh call by minnesota and all that foolishness like this year but this time we gonna kick down the door this year okay no call we gonna kick down the door we gonna make sure this is gonna be our super Bowl. this is our year now welcome back there was one of the New Orleans Saints fans speaking on Drew Duke, of course, Drew Brees. So uh, it shows you how loyal CCI fans are, man. They all into it. You can't tell us nothing about New Orleans Saints. So I just definitely wanted y'all to hear that clip, man. I got the clip posted on my Instagram page, so go check it out. Hey, it's all, it's all love, man. We all, New Orleans Saints fans is the best fans in the world. You tell me another group that got a, another fan base like ours, I'll come look myself, but I don't believe it. There's no uh, fans like New Orleans Saints fans. Who that? Now, in conclusion for the New Orleans Saints today, now week one of the regular season is coming up September 9th against the Houston Texans in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome here in New Orleans for a Monday night football. Now, who ready for that? Me. Yes, I am. I'm telling y'all. So, y'all definitely tune in um, for Monday night football when they play Houston Texans, man. I think we're going to get that W, man. That's, we just need that momentum. We need that momentum to take us to the next level. So we win this first game, I believe that set the momentum. We don't need to lose no game. We need to go start off strong and finish strong, get the Miami win Super Bowl and just cut it and end it. So but anyway man we'll take a quick break and jump in Terrence quick facts next. Hey, who that this TNT Sports Podcast episode number 67. Good morning. Welcome back to TNT Sports Podcast, episode number 67. Now we're at the part of the show where it's Terrence Quick Facts. It's been a minute since I did this, so uh, I'm glad to bring it back. Now, first up, man, we got Indianapolis Colts star quarterback. Andrew Luck was retiring at the age of 29 years old. A shocking lead defining event that altered the trajectory of a franchise. Real quick, before we talk more about Andrew Luck and his retirement at the age of 29, let's listen to a clip of Andrew Luck doing his um, speech about why he retired. So let's check it in. It's TNT Sports Podcast, episode number 67. Good morning. 
this certainly isn't how I uh, envision this or plan this. Uh, but, but I am going to retire. Uh, this is not an easy decision. Uh, honestly, it's the hardest decision of my life. Uh, but it is the right decision for me. Uh, for the last four years or so, I've been in this cycle of injury, pain, rehab, injury, injury pain, rehab. Uh, and it's been unceasing and relenting, unrelenting, both in season, both in and off season. Uh, and I felt stuck in it. And the only way I see out uh, is, is to, to no longer play football. Uh, it's, it's taken my joy of this game away. Uh, and uh, this, sorry. I've been stuck in this process. I haven't been able to live the life I want to live. Taking the joy out of this game. And after 2016, where I played in pain and was unable to regularly practice, I made a vow to myself that I would not go down that path again. I find myself in a similar situation. And the only way forward for me is to remove myself from football in this cycle that I've been in. Uh, come to the proverbial fork in the road. Uh, and and I, I made a vow to myself that if I ever did again, I would choose choose me in a sense. Welcome back. Now that was coach coach quarterback former quarterback. Now uh, he retired. Andrew Luck um, announcing his retirement at the coach Lucas Lucas Oil Stadium. Uh, real quick, man, I want to talk about that for brief brief about it, man. The fans booing this man for doing something that's, for, that's beneficial for his life and his family and uh, he calling it quit because of his injuries. Now if you watch every look, he took a lot of beating throughout the season. Uh, I think he had like seven years he played uh, and he doing his best for him. Honestly, I feel like it's a way he could have, I feel like he could have called it quits, you know, that's one week to the season start. I feel like he could have, you know, made note of that he wanted to retire during the off season or you know after the last season but I guess it's hard to say but no fan got the right to boo him for making a decision that's best for his life. So I salute Andrew Luck for making uh, for falling back off a game that he loved for the betterment of his life and his family and you know he wanna you know obviously football is a tough game and concussions and stuff that stick with you throughout life. So and I played the game so I get it. But a quarterback is a hard position. You get beat up on a lot. That's why it's very important for offensive lines to protect the quarterback. Uh, but he took a beating. You hear me? He took a beating. So you don't keep up with him, or you know, Shannon Sharp said it best, man. It's more of an entertainment to the fans. They ain't really thinking that these guys actually got personal lives as well. It's more of an entertainment to just some of these guys. You know, so this man walking away from millions, but um, he just doing his best for him. So I salute Andrew Luck for that. I think they got another starting quarterback that's going to pick up when he left off. But anyway, salute to Andrew Luck. Wish him the best, man. And um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, hopefully do some broadcast or something like that. But moving on. Now we're going to get into the NBA a little bit now. Our New Orleans Pelicans acquired some new talent during the draft and the offseason, which means on paper our team looks amazing. We just got to see how uh, the chemistry is worked out between the team. Now we got former Lakers. 
Alonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, and also we got a number one draft pick um, from Duke, who is Zion Williamson. And we also got a few players alongside Vets, like Drew Holiday, Okafor, J.J. Reddick, and Darius Mills, just to name a few. Now, it's, it's a good time to be a fan of New Orleans right now, football and basketball, man, because football season will be crazy. Like, season tickets is packed. Like, season tickets are sold out. And Pelican season tickets are just sky-high rocketing now, man. We got an awesome team both ways, and we are small markets. The Pelicans are small market, and the Saints are small market. So, this is a great year, a great time to be a New Orleans fan in both sports, period, you know. And you know me, I ain't no big fan of bandwagoners now, but... Uh, I've been rocking with the Pels, man, for a minute. You know, even though I'm a LeBron James fan, but I've been rocking with the Pelicans, you know. Um, but I, all this came behind AD. You know, AD went to LA, to the Lakers, and um, so we acquired Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram as well. Somebody I can't think of his name, but we, we got a nice chunk for AD and these young guys. He's like these second and third year, maybe fourth year guys. So. We set, we set, New Orleans Pelicans are set for the future as well, so that's a plus for us, um, but if they got that chemistry right, we can be just ballers, we can just win everything, and I, I may be wrong, but I see us hopefully being the first to win a Super Bowl and an NBA championship the same year, that's possible, there'll be some big for New Orleans, I would love to see that, but just a thought, but that will continue with Ter Terrence Quick facts. now, Last Sunday, I got to witness Ice Cube Basketball League, rapper Ice Cube Basketball League, which is the big three. It was here in New Orleans at the Smoothie King Center. Let me tell you, that's some good basketball, man. It was good seeing former NBA stars like playing in the big three, which you know the big three is for players that formerly played in the NBA. Um, so it's like a second chance type thing, I guess. But Ice Cube came up with the idea and this has grown like it's just second year and these guys make like hundred thousand dollars for each season and it's gonna continue to grow obviously but uh but I saw you know former NBA stars playing with the killer threes, Steven Jones played the killer threes and Drew Gooden, Nate Robinson and the big three MVP himself, Joe Jackson, he he played with the Atlanta Hawks. Uh who else he played with? I think they I know he played with other Brooklyn Nets as well. And I think he on triplets, that's number team he on triplets with the big three. Um, also, I got to witness and see one of my favorite players ever to play the point guard position was Gary Payton. And he was also the trash talk, 2019 trash talker of the year, which was great. He talked so much trash, man. He did that even when he was a player and he also had WNBA great. Lisa Leslie, she a coach, um, obviously, as well for the big three, um, for the triplets, Joe Johnson team. So it was dope to see that, you know, get to see all these people. Saw Ice Cube on the court with his wife, and you know they had currency and uh, people always in New Orleans, and they from New Orleans. And, you know they had um, who else they had on there? Man? They had everybody. They had everybody. Man. It was nice, man. It was a good, little fun. If you never got a chance to check out the Big Three, go check it out. And you know, I enjoyed myself. I love to do it again. Uh, it's just different. And Ice Cube doing his thing with he doing the damn thing with the Big Three, man. So salute to Ice Cube, man, for that one. But okay, good people. That's all I have, man. Um, this TNT Sports Podcast, episode number 67. But before I call it quits for this morning, my social media platforms, my Instagram is at Mr. Underscore T Underscore ENT Sports. My Facebook page is TNT Sports Facebook page. My Twitter is at T Underscore ENT Sports. 
and my Gmail is tntsports14 at gmail.com. I repeat, tntsports14 at gmail.com, so please feel free to reach out to me. Also, check out the website, tntsports.com. I repeat, tntsports.com is my website, so please check me out. Man, reach out to me, man. If you want to do an interview, you want to shout out, whatever, man. That's what I'm here for, man. I got to bring it back. Uh, it's all good, man. Shout out to my hometown, Alabama. My home state, Alabama. Try Alabama. Uh, hey. Shout out to the city of New Orleans for putting me on. Man, I love the city of New Orleans. You know that? Hey, that's it. Man. So, hey, that's it. It's TNT Sports Podcast, episode number 67. Good morning. And who that? Sports all day, every day. Bring it in now. Let's get it. Get it.